Welcome everyone to another Freedom 35 or sit down. This is a series where we get to know more about artists and creators in the CNFT space. My name is Tommy. I go by T-O-M-Y. My name is TJ. I go by Lazy T. And I am the other Tom. I go by Lavish Bear. And tonight we're joined by the sit down that we've been waiting for months and months and months to do. We're joined uh, and honored to be joined with Haptics over here from Race CNFT. Haptics, welcome on, man. Total pleasure, man. Total Dude. pleasure to be with you guys. time. I was about to say, yeah. it feels like a, a homecoming over here, man. It's <laughs> been uh, it's been forever, um, and it, it's been so awesome for you to finally get, uh, jump on. It's your first uh, first live interview, right, inside That's the correct. CRT space. That's Dope, correct, dude. man. Oh, we're excited. excited. To, I'm, I'm excited to have you on, get to chat with you, man. Um, if listeners from us inside the podcast, even back in the beginning of the day, man, uh, Race CNFT has always been one of our favorite projects to talk about. Um, it's not always gotten the main spotlight of some of the, the larger blue chip CNFTs, but dude, the artwork and the quality and just you in general, man, it's been amazing. And uh, it's one of the reasons why we're still talking about it here to this day. So this is definitely one of those interviews. I'm excited to sit down and talk with you, man, and get to learn and share with everybody, uh, you know, about the actual Wraith project and the ecosystem of what you're building. So again, really appreciate you having you on, man. It's been an honor. Thank you, man. Honestly, the pleasure is all mine. And like I was telling you guys before, I've been watching you guys since uh, since the early phases of, of what you're doing over here. And, uh, you know, couldn't be happier for you guys and watching you guys grow. So I'm thrilled to be with you guys and happy to answer you know, any questions you guys have. I actually uh, had to take a look at it since we were talking about it, since we have like our to-do list of things that we just kind of have ideas for and things to add to as we as we think of things for the show. Um, and I crossed your name off, but you're right at the top. You, you're the first person <laughs> thought, all right, sit yeah. downs we got coming up. Who's, who's people we could actually get a chance to talk with or that we want to talk with? And you were the first name That's on awesome. there. Yeah, Honestly, no, you're awesome. like, I think you're the first community too that like got behind us as far as a podcast and us oh. making a video. So we definitely appreciate that. Like you kind of, you know, spearheaded that a little bit to get us going with your community. Oh man, it's it's just one of those things. I remember seeing, um, I was telling Tommy, it's, uh, I recognized him really early on from the Discord and the early community members. I'm not sure how many creators have Discords, but I'm sure if they do, they know you've got your like four or five folks that like you just know you know oh, yeah. there and you recognize their name when they pop in and Tommy was definitely one of those guys um and when he shared that he was uh you know he was putting out a show and and you know starting up freedom 35ers with you folks I was just totally pumped and totally thrilled I thought for the longest time it was something the space needed was more you know broad exposure just uh what's going on you, you see today it's almost like a fire hose right there's so many yeah. projects coming out and oh my god so many yeah. different things it's it's it literally is probably a full-time job to to keep up with that so Indeed. like you guys are exactly what the space needs and was just more than happy to uh to start spreading that exposure at least in in my humble little world so i like I that agree. analogy of fire hose that is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> right it's that fucking meme almost like everything's just around you is going crazy and here we are inside this space just trying to keep up dude i've never mm -hmm. my twitter notifications and just my apple watch i have to wear it just to catch up on everything just, just boom 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 something's happening so it's, Dude, I can't, I cannot imagine what it must be like to be like, I, who keeps the pulse on the project? Do you all like kind of separately have your own areas or how does that work? Cause like, we, I, all, let's say I we just, all kind of have information on different projects that were like, Oh, this drop is today or that's tomorrow. Or we just kind of all do our little own research and we kind of come together yeah. and, and inform each other on it. Yeah. I was yes. saying, yeah. Tommy's probably on the most. It more works out because there's so much going on at once. We kind of all three just have to be like on Twitter at all times. We almost all follow yeah. the same people in the same project. Yeah. It's more just 
hey, you guys, you know, I just saw this because I was just on. Check it out now. We kind of keep each other updated. Uh, but Tommy, you're probably definitely on the most as far as like actually Twitter yeah. itself. Well, I was like super interested, right? Like when I first got into it, I was like jumping into every project. And that's how I kind of got my information was just from Twitter and basically deleted my personal account and, and pretty much just made the one that I have now, right? Everybody, knowing the shit out of everybody. Uh, so that's my way. It was just basically staying up on top of everything. And then eventually as Tom and TJ started to get more into it too, they started branching out into different things that they liked. And now collectively are like a three, you know, we got three heads instead of one that's like keeping up on different things. So yeah. it works, it works out really well. But I wanted to kind of bring it back to like, well, yeah, after, you know, your project, I guess just our introduction before we kind of get into what you had going on is my introduction to race CNFT was through a giveaway um, that, you, that you had done. And uh, mm -hmm. that giveaway, I was one of the, I think it was my first ever win on a giveaway. I was able to get one of the races, it was the Unsig Wraith. Um, so that was my introduction to get into your community. And I kind of, I shared that with these guys back in the day and they're like, oh, that's cool looking dude. Like we'll have to wait until that project launches. Um, and then you guys finally did. And we, you know, we I all jumped inside of that thing um, and started buying a bunch of them and just got involved with your community. And then to bring it back, like you said, man, I think that we were like maybe episode one or two back in the day. And uh, we, we just randomly like see after the weekend, like you had done like Freedom 35ers Day or something like that, like a giveaway. And there yes, where yeah, if you like yeah, comment something that, or yeah. yeah, like it was like the and we didn't even know it was happening because we were still so like oblivious to everything at that time. And uh, that was one of the things that really stuck out to me about you was like, you're, you're just like a, a good dude inside the community, man. You always give back and um, you're always so humble and dude, you always, you create awesome stuff. And I, I think that was probably for me, that was one of, one of the reasons why I always, always, I stuck around and was just like, dude, this is an awesome place to be. Um, so that, that was my experience getting into it, um, what you had going on. And obviously we're going to talk a lot about, I can go through so many stories tonight. About I didn't it. realize, <laughs> I don't think I remember the, the unsig was actually a giveaway. I don't know. We probably yeah. talked about this like two episodes ago, but yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think I remember the unsig. I mean, I remember the unsig one, just, I don't know if I remember that being a giveaway that you won Tommy that early. Yeah. On. yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It was, there was a whole series of them before, mm -hmm. before the mint, uh, kind of just lost my mind for a bit there i was like i like this one this one's cool i want to give it away and honestly the giveaways like they uh they mean a lot to me um they're they're like probably one of my favorite parts of running the project is you know just giving cool stuff to people and hopefully they appreciate it and when you find the ones who do it's just you know that means more to me than someone minting you know the 28 a mint and you know trying to flip it or whatever so I mean, yeah it's just super cool and there's a whole bunch of giveaway and thank god you got one now it's, it's yeah, catching that it was, a little bit it too, was Tom. fate you've been kind it of was, doing some giveaways and stuff enjoying that especially like you said when people actually are really appreciative like oh, i'm gonna go jump in this discord right now and check this out this is awesome yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I just had a shout out before we jump into the first question. I just want to yeah, bring this up in reference to what we're talking about right now. This was the first Gunsig. And it was yeah, it yeah. wasn't just one though, too, man. You also hooked me up with the second one too, the uh, like partner yep. with it. It was like a one-two combo for these yep. two. Race 10 and 11, man. So this is based off one of the unsigs. Was this your your own unsig or was it something? Yeah, like yeah. No, these uh the so I own two unsigs and they were kind of the as we can get into this later but unsigs yeah. were kind of the first ones that brought me into the space and kind of made the, Same. the nft thing click for me yeah um you know, you know they say when you finally get it uh, that those were that was the project for me and yeah you know i was just so thrilled to even be creating at that time that like you know still to this day i was like let's just put an unsig on i bet that looks super cool and you know spent a couple <laughs> hours trying to figure out how to how to make it look similar but not quite the same and yeah unique, but you know not quite totally bizarre and man these things are so cool out, man. yeah 
And this was literally one of the first things that uh, like drew me to you. I think you had some of the uh, the Awokens, which made their comeback here in the remastered series, which we'll show off here in a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. just wanted to go ahead and shout that out. Yeah, that was the first ever giveaway win. And this kind of reference to what we were just talking about there. So, all right, Wraith, so, um, or Haptics, right? I got to get in the habit. The Wraith is the project. Haptics is the name. The man, the the odds behind that. We're just so thing. used to it because that's just how we've always uh, <laughs> referenced yeah. like, the whole project as a whole. Like, oh, we're going to sit down with Wraith. So I can yeah. see how you have a problem, Tom. It's just in your head now. Yeah. Well, one of the things that we always ask our guests when we first jump into this is uh, why CNFTs, right? Like, how did you get into the Cardano community? And what uh, what itself made you want to, you know, create CNFTs um, and get into this ecosystem? Yeah, yeah. So um, CNFTs. So it's a little bit, it's a little bit reverse order. I was I was into cryptocurrency and Cardano uh, specifically before CNFTs. Obviously, is my last answer. Could probably you could infer. Um, yeah, I come from a background. Uh, spent the last close to 10 years in the financial industry. Um, most, again, mostly doing project and product management, but touching all different types of part of that business. And uh, trading and investing is obviously done a little bit different when you're working inside the walls of one of those institutions for a handful of reasons, right? There's mm -hmm. obviously conflict of interest, things you have to be careful of. There's very restrictive rules around what you're allowed to trade and how frequently you can trade them and all of these things. So. Uh, cryptocurrency was always one that interested me, but was always like a step out of reach, just, you know, whether it be some of the internal policies that were like, hey, be careful with how you trade and what you trade and blah, 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 um, or like just the general distrust at the time for the asset class itself um, was always just the thing that was kind of in the distance and shiny, mm -hmm. um, always interested me, but never really had my hands around it. Um, and then when I left the company, uh, December of was it 2020? Yeah, right before. Yeah. Um, is when I was finally like, okay, now I can start exploring some of these like more exotic assets, if you want to call them. Yeah. Um, and I'd followed the traditional path that I think most people do when they first come into cryptocurrency is you first think Bitcoin, right? You're like, mm -hmm. okay, that's that's the big one. That's the one that's most interesting. Uh, let me go start learning about that. And you know, you go down the rabbit hole a little bit, you start seeing things like, okay, so what's an Ethereum? Oh, it's like Bitcoin, but there's all these things you can do with it. Uh, oh, wow, that's cool. It's you guys have these little marketplaces of, uh, you know, you can sell assets and swap tokens within the Ethereum ecosystem. That's cool. Oh, wow, there's a huge gas fee. I'm not going to be using that too much. Forget about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see what else is on the, on the market. And at the time, I think it was Cardano going into some of their uh, some of their smart con I think it was like right before Gogan is when I really started figuring like hey this one this one seems super interesting mm -hmm. um, you know I really appreciate kind of the, the you know I think we catch a lot of shit for it now but it's kind of the academic peer-reviewed approach is right. for me a net positive mm -hmm. um, it's one of the things that attracted me to Cardano um, over other assets uh, like assets and um you know, from there, it was essentially like the more I read about it, the more I watched those, you know, Charles Whiteboard videos and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, all the things that you typically associate with onboarding into Cardano, the more I became enamored with it. And uh, um, that's kind of how I got my foot into Cardano broadly. Right. right. So from there, you start following your, you know, your big Twitter accounts and uh, 
people, you know, giving the Cardano information mm -hmm. or hype or however you want to spin it. And mm -hmm. uh, um, then you start to see like, you know, when your feed is 90% Cardano and those things, you start to see the, the JPEGs start to pop up. Yep. And, you know, the space at the time it was the space buds and the unsigned algorithms were like the two big ones in my head. Maybe there are more. Yeah. Same here. Um, and it was from there. It's like, uh, you know, I knew, I knew what NFTs were in like in the definitional sense, um, mm -hmm. like the theoretical NFT. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until I saw like kind of the unsigned algorithms and the people um, who own them, like basically commenting underneath unsigned algorithms with their own unsigned algorithm. And it was like, wow, I, I don't know how to describe it in like words that make sense, but it was that moment that I was like, oh, this is, this looks actually pretty interesting and pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, then it clicked for me. Like I got, I got NFTs, like the light started to go on. Mm -hmm. um, and the more I looked into it and the more like I started understanding the community aspect of things and, you know, waking up and seeing everyone's posts on what on sign they just picked up on the market for like 68 or whatever it was at the time mm -hmm. has just got me more and more excited and i was like that's pretty cool so that was the first one that got me sucked in and then from there you know how fast it is like all these projects you can branch out into and check out yep. ever since then it's been just uh just a big rabbit hole for me so. once you start looking at the projects like, oh, this one looks kind of cool i'll try it out yeah tomorrow. and you get it and then especially when it's that early you know if you could have flipped them for 5x within 10 minutes back then and then it's like oh wow and there's seven more of these tomorrow well let's, <laughs> let's give it a shot 100 <laughs> percent. i think uh that's that was kind of my introduction to it as well as uh you know like that early august i think was my my time into it and like you said and there, during that time i didn't know what the i knew like what an nft was but i have no clue why anybody would want it why right. anybody would get yeah. into it and as soon as soon as I, as soon as i started buying them it was like okay i'm part of this little community right now and it's fun to flex this little like thing that I have, like, right. I'm a, I'm a part of this little group. Um, and it became like, okay, well, I'm a part of this one. I'm a part of this one. It's like, this one's doing really well. These ones are selling good. And it just became like, okay, I kind of get this right now. Where, where is this going to go though? And then uh, as the space kind of took on, you know, you saw new projects start, everything just started. It, would, it didn't matter what it was. If it was a stupid cartoon drawing, or if it was one of the, like a Cardano tree of programmed into the blockchain, like there was something for everybody yeah, at that time. Um, and that was one of the things for me, um, that got me interested in you was one day I was just, you know, I, I don't even remember when you did the first teaser for those things, man, it had to have been either like late September, early October. Um, and I saw a little pixelated ghost and I think I texted these guys. I'm like, dude, check these things out. It reminds me of like an old school, like, uh, like a Mario game or something like yeah, Zelda or something like that. That's what I get a lot too. Pac-Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And, um, we, we started this kind of, I kind of started keeping an eye and eventually that led to that giveaway of how I got introduced to you. So, um, mm -hmm. Wraith, obviously, um, you know, the ghost where, where, uh, I guess where, where did Wraith scene a tea come from? What was your inspiration behind that? Yeah, no, that's funny. You ask. It's, um, so going back to the NFT thing a little bit, it, when I got into it, I, I think I'm a bit of a collector at heart. I think mm -hmm. you could probably say, um, it started early. Like I was in like collecting stamps when I was like a kid and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, progressed to like the normal things like Pokemon cards and, you know, mm -hmm. all, all these things that you could possibly collect. I've always had that kind of itch. Um, so when I saw onsite algorithms, I was like, I was less interested in the market and flipping it. I was more like, hmm, what's the perfect unsig for me? You know what I mean? Like, which right. colors do I like? Which one's slightly more unique than the other ones I'm seeing? And like, there's a whole like, you know, matrix of decisions that went into picking your, your algorithm out. Um, 
and it got me thinking like, man, like I, collecting has kind of always been a, a silent jam for me. How cool would it be to like, just put something together that like you yourself really like and would collect and, but you're the one making it. I was like, there wouldn't be a better medium than the blockchain for doing that. So let's try mm-hmm. it out. And then going into like, <clears throat> sorry, got a nasty throat thing. Oh, you get going it. into um, like why the ghost, it actually comes from the term uh, ghost chain. And it was like uh-huh. one of the FUD, uh, main FUD buzz lines back, at least when I started getting into the space of like yeah. Cardano doesn't have anything. Ah, it's vaporware, it's a ghost chain. Um, and I always thought the name Ghost Chain was like, kind of cool. Right. And it, it attracted me to the to the chain a little bit, like more than it def- deterred me away from it. And I'm like, you know, let's lean into that a little bit. Like, um, I've always had a little thing for like branding and you know, to a lesser extent, like marketing a product. Mm-hmm. Um, like that would be a really cool like uh, thing to lean into a bit. So why don't we, you know, start somewhere and like start building ghosts out. Um, and that's kind of the, the genesis of where it came from. And uh, as we'll get into, I guess, a little bit later, we start talking about like the upcoming drops and where it's going. Um, I was able to tie some more of the, the, so to give a little bit of background on myself, I went to school for philosophy, um, okay. ended up in finance. Yeah. Now I make NFTs. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's a career path. Nice art yeah, right. Like, yeah, that's one way to do it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, when I was going through, you know, philosophy, there's a lot of guys, uh, I think Schopenhauer is probably my favorite, but, uh, who are like kind of obsessed with, uh, answering the question of like, what is reality? What, what, what is life? What is death? What is morality? What is, what is our consciousness? Where does that go? Um, and that's been a concept that's always kind of fascinated me, um, since I was in those studies really heavily and, um, when I started building the rates, I'm like, how cool would this be to be able to take this thing a couple steps down the line and start intertwining some of those themes of reincarnation and subjective versus objective reality. Um, and then there's obviously a spattering of other things that I actually find really, um, fascinating in a slightly dark sense, um, that you can find if you look really close on a lot of the the renders that are out now, especially with remastered that they're already in there as kind of Easter eggs. Mm -hmm. Um, but how, how cool would it be if I started putting those themes into kind of practice and then you kind of mold your collectible vision into some concepts that you're like, you're truly fascinated by and are, you know, thinking about most of the time, yeah. you know, whether you're in the shower right before bed. So, <laughs> um, uh, so a little rambly about if I answered the question, uh, ghost scene was the thing that got me in and then it kind of just went as a, uh, you know, step by step as I, as I continue to progress and not just limited to the concepts of the project itself, but also the art. Oh yeah. Um, the arts evolving a bit, the projects a little like kind of a reflection of where I'm at too, just in terms of learning all these different uh, softwares and ways to make art and ways to express yourself. And the pixels at the time, like certainly like weren't the best I could do, but they were um, like kind of what I thought was the most interesting take Mm-hmm. Um, given what I had the tools in front of me and then as I progressed and started learning more and more of these you know softwares and ways to create and you know small modifications that can do really cool things like uh, you're starting to see that reflected in the, the you know the art that's being put out now and you can kind of trace the you know the learning curve so to speak yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah I guess it's a long sure. way you can see with our stuff too oh. I mean you go back just in our YouTube videos 
watch like episode one and what we were doing with like the graphics and stuff compared to the episodes Boy. now it's the same thing just you just add extra practice working with it and getting familiar with what you're working yeah. with in general yeah. tools oh, i mean did yeah. you come from like did you just kind of do that stuff as a hobby like you came from finance where did the yeah making the art creating the art come from is that just kind so, of something you just messed around with like the pixel graphic, style yeah like graphic design's always been a thing that i've you know yeah i wanted wanted to bring these up while we're sitting here talking creating art has kind of always been a thing i've been into um but have never like put into practice so to speak and in any material sense um so it's not you know did i did i create art when i was you know growing up and in my formative years yes was it good not really but was it interesting to me yes and always has been so it's been more of like applying that passion um just in a new way in a new medium and then slowly discovering, looking at other art, um, learning about other tools, learning about other methods, and then starting to implement that kind of in an iterative way. Um, it's kind of produced what you, what you see today, but that passion to create, yeah. that kind of, you know, passion to create in general has always been there for me. Well, yeah, and it started off, like you said, it's, it's evolved so much over time um, from where it kind of originally started with. And again, just our first kind of introduction to this stuff was these pixelated ghosts, right? That was the first initial take on this stuff. And again, you can say it gives you the like the Pac-Man, the video game vibes over yeah. here. Of, of course, when I'm clicking on that this doesn't one, it doesn't want to let, right? <laughs> well, I'm sitting over here. I'll see if I can get my coffee. Come on, Gordon. Over here. Double coffee. Like, yeah, double coffee. <laughs> so th- this is where this stuff kind of started for us. And, and obviously, as we'll show here, it kind of evolution. So this is the original Wraith collection, right? Um, how many, again, I forget off the top of my head, uh, these were minted in the initial collection uh god it wasn't it wasn't 2500 like 2100 i think somewhere around there okay we added a few on the end with you know the vips and the community mom stuff so yeah some odd (laughs) random number a little over 2100 i think yeah well it was fun too because like you said we uh, we started off out there i think uh like you said it was in part of the pre-sale where you said they were about 10 ADA to start and kind of launched i I think i bought 17 of them in that pre-sale myself just to go ahead and actually like get into it and then the following day um which was really dope too. I, I remember one of the one of the stories that stuck out to me too when we first got into this was when you dropped your initial drop back in like late October of twenty one. You um, it was that new to Discord life, right? Like you, someone. I think you would. Oh, it was God. the days yes. where you dropped the address into the thing, and <laughs> yeah. you know you just post it out. So I I remember like one of our buddies. I think it was Tom's buddy. Um, he he somebody some random dude just makes like you know the exact copycat thing and posts an address in there and didn't realize like hey oh shit that's like the not yeah. not the actual thing <laughs> a couple people got like tricked into doing that oh, yeah. was, that was oh, like yeah. the early early days right and then uh, dude, i remember you was- type in no don't send <laughs> yeah. that one you wrote no i wish i yeah. wish you guys yeah. had seen me dude that i was, was there so lie when you're typing it <laughs> yeah that was so good that i literally thought it was me who typed that i'm like yeah. i don't yeah. remember saying that yeah. like, that's not the address it took me probably 30 seconds to process what was going on. Yeah. No, no was the only thing I could. That's like, no, stop. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. at that time, right? You don't have any mods. You don't have anybody in there. No, You're just no. dropping all that stuff yourself. Literally cool- my first time in Discord hadn't even crossed my mind that someone would try to even do that, let so, alone like take yes. precautions against it, right? So <laughs> that guy dropped nuts. 
Oh, the really cool thing I know about that too, wasn't that, is that anybody who was actually like duped by that and actually got screwed, you get, you actually went back and either refunded them their, their stuff yeah. and got, made sure you hooked them up with a wraith, which I thought was really, again, one of the reasons why like the, you know, this, you being humble and giving back to your community and taking care of them has always stuck out to me with you. But I think I had to mention that story in there just because that it was such <laughs> the funny. early days, dude, like that was the craziest part. And then, um, so all these race, you know, they all, they, they minted, um, you know, they kind of sold. And then from there, you know, everybody was just like, okay, now I have race. Now what? Um, one of the first, like, obviously there was some community stuff, like the community for you is so dedicated, man. There's like, it's just a core group of like some good people inside of discord um, that are there every single day. Um, you know, like some of the sure. ones that always stick out to me, like <clears throat> we're, one of our first fans was the guy bearded Joe over oh, there. going to be my yeah. shout out too. Shout yeah. out bearded Joe, shout out Mr. J. And that CNC enthusiast, Cryptic Steve. Yeah, like yep. all these guys. Um, and it was dope to see that that community kind of grow. And then it became a thing, like a me, like a little thing in the morning. Everybody just posted a good morning and they always had a coffee cup or something like with one of the race. Yeah. Um, so everybody started theming Love themselves with, with a different race out there. And then eventually you started up a club um, out there from yeah. these ones that, ha- that held these hockey sticks, uh, which I know you're a big hockey fan, as we found yeah. out over here. So the Wraith Club eventually you collected three of these things. Um, and you were able to actually go ahead and mint a hockey team out of it, um, which was all for free. Like all you had to do was yeah. to say, Hey, here's my three you know, thing. And you went ahead and actually designed a whole new set of cards uh, meant for those different teams. So uh, that alone was one of the, again, just something that got born out of the community. It wasn't anything that you released. It was just like, Hey, this is a cool idea. We're going to go ahead and put this to this right now. Yeah. Um, I remember, I remember it was bearded Joe, actually. It was like, we got to get hockey teams. And I, I was like, yeah. I woke up, it was like eight 30 in the morning and I'm like half asleep. And I'm like, let's, let's fucking do it. Let's go. We're doing yeah. hockey teams. <laughs> like, and we just kind of rolled with that. And it's like, let's create. And so that was cool. Well, that too, was like just one of those things where it was, again, I think something for me, for you is like the community over here is just, I don't know what it is, man. It's just dope to see those kind of things. And if I could bring it up while we're sitting here, I think this is our, our hockey team that ended up getting minted out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, so we got <laughs> the three to 30 fires and it's just a shout out to you, man. As though that we didn't even have all three of these things. We were like, Hey dude, like, like I'll get you guys squared away over here. And you ended up just helping us out to get the trading in some things and, here we are now. Oh, yeah. um, and that was a fun thing too. So the people inside the hockey club, it was nothing, you know, if you collected those great and it became something new. Um, and I know now, I don't know if you can speak on anything going forward on this, but yeah, yeah. I know some, any of these guys that hold uh, these old race right here that hold some weapons out there. I know mm-hmm. there's something else that you have in the works or possibly have in the works for those guys. Yeah. For so, so with clubs, um, I'll try to describe kind of the, the way I'm visualizing the swim lanes of the project to try to make sense of what's going on. Like, um, what you're seeing a lot of right now is kind of what I, what I hold is like the main swim lane, right? So you've got mm-hmm. the main things you think of when you think of a Wraith drop. And the first one is obviously this drop we're looking at here, the OGs, mm-hmm. um, followed by, I guess you could classify remaster here, though that was a little bit more of a on the whim, let's try out this new style and see if people like it push. Yeah. Um, but the next one is going to be the veil and then so forth. There's the quiet time drop and then another drop after that. So that's kind of the main line of drops of like things I'm planning for and things I'm actively working towards and trying yeah. to basically move together into something cohesive. And then underneath that, you've got kind of your community enabled things, which I think are the most fun for me anyway. Yeah. Um, it, it's because of people, you know, the community members appreciate them. And I, I think they have fun with them. And it's just a small way to, you know, give back and let you guys know that I see you and I appreciate all you guys. And yeah. Anyway. Um, so, so clubs were kind of, uh, on that 
level, right? So it's in mm-hmm. the in the community type things. Um, they they're kind of spontaneous. They come up as they go. Um, but this one's a little bit more planful in the sense that, like, for every OG wraith, um, as you can obviously tell, the style is uh, phased out a little bit at this point. We're mm-hmm. moving a little bit more towards what you see today and remastered. But yep. um, if you hold these OG wraiths, I want to make sure that like you're not forgotten and like you feel like there's you know at least some level of collective value there, um, independent of monetary or flipping value. Um, and for you know. The hockey, the hockey club is the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we've got a pretty detailed page on how that one's going to work. And then um, you're looking at the the kill club, which is what you're referring to here with uh, the bladed wraiths. Mm-hmm. Um, kill club, I like the, that. I haven't heard that yet. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so the again, like the the ins and outs of like how it's going to work and what you're going to get. Um, I've got a couple of actually pretty strong ideas uh, that I think are really cool. Um, but I'm hesitant to talk about those specific oh. ideas with like the last thing I want to do is say something and have it misinterpreted as right. you know, something yes. else or something I can't deliver on. Like I recognize cool. I'm one person I'm working on a, a thing up here. So I want to make sure that this stays active, but isn't overpromised. Yeah. Um, but at the level I can speak to, it's basically every rate that's in the set will belong to a club mm-hmm. and every club will have some type of function, which promotes engaging with other people in the community um in a way above and beyond the project itself Um, that that kind of brings me to like the collecting aspect which we've talked about a bunch of times right is this isn't meant you know you you like you want these things kind of to be their own collections and people to go after Mm -hmm. certain race go after certain things to you know enable different things inside the actual ecosystem of the rate itself um and to kind of touch into that like you said the hockey club got born out of the community idea you know now it's tied to like the actual nhl um you know everybody yeah. got assigned a team inside the hockey club and based upon how well your hot your team does in the nhl you get paid out in some ada and then eventually we'll talk about here your net your native token the void token mm-hmm. over there so that was a fun way and then i'm curious to like you said when you have the idea out for the the kill club so if anybody's out in secondary listening to this stuff you haven't been picking up any of these uh go ahead and uh as your time before whatever announced gets announced. Um, and then I wanted to kind of move quick to quick, and I want to kind of give everybody kind of the evolution of where these wraiths have started to go. Um, you started seeing one of the community, the wraith exclusives kind of move next. So you had this OG collection, you know, this the, the pixelated, you know, the standard race that we had. Uh, you move over to the, I think this is one of the first exclusive that we saw out there during the holiday. It was almost yeah. like the wraith ornament um, that got minted for wraith holders. So we started seeing different things like this. And this was so much fun. I was like, dude, if I had like a virtual Christmas tree, I would definitely put like, these <laughs> things on there, right? <laughs> it was so perfect. remember that, yeah, yeah. So that was your holiday kind of drop over there. Um, and then eventually it moved over into the, you know, so, uh, this, this, this more style of the I love cards. The cards. Themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah, those are yeah. sick. So, yeah. and this is actually one of the ones that I, I, well, I don't even remember how I got this. Yeah, I just remember, I forget what it was. It's the Void OG back in the day for buying in early off the token. Um, yep. And even before that, one of the drops that will get you into, you see the word the veal up here, which is another project that, that you're going to be working on or getting ready to release. I think in April is what it says on the website. Um, it was these happy collabs um, that mm-hmm. you guys had done with over with uh, was it Uber Boring Man and Steel. Yeah, um, yeah. And over them, how did that kind of uh, come about? Because this collection right here, where actually these are tickets to get into the like right one to one to get into the Veal yep. Mint itself. Yeah, so cool. Uh, first of all, Steel is the man. He's such a good dude. Um, I met him. 
fairly early on in my like CNFT exploration journey, whatever you want to call it. Um, mm-hmm. He was one of the guys posting his unsigs all the time. And mm-hmm. he's, I don't know if you've seen his stuff, but he's got some of those like yeah. crazy two prop, like yes, yeah. million dollar unsigs, <laughs> you know, those, <laughs> those really rare ones. And um, yeah, I remember going back and forth with him back in the day about those things. And uh, he was also one of the first supporters of the Wraith project. Uh, it's just, you know, you got to remember, I, I basically had no idea what I was doing when I started Wraith up. Like I, had the general sense of like, I want to create a project and I have a broad understanding of how that should go. Um, and he was, uh, he was one of the first people to, to check in and be like, Hey man, I'm, I'm buying a Wraith. Like, this is great. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like some of the stuff that I was sharing and as a new creator starting out, like those, those small things mean so much. And like, I'm sure you guys understand that to some degree, just like, yeah. even, even the, the random like from somebody who acknowledges that you put something out there is like, you know still to me to this day everyone matters but like when you're starting out like it's really like anyway yeah. he, he was he was one of those types of presences for me so he when he reached out after uh after the og drop um he told me about this this idea he had which i don't know if you can see in the background he's got it's like kind of a happy abstracted happy face using shapes yep um I can't believe how big these fucking files are. Sorry about that. Oh, oh dude. It's, 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 it's not breaking my computer or anything. It's They're great. so big. I remember trying to make these into Twitter right now and try to condense them. It's not, not going to happen. But yeah, it looks no, so detailed, man. This is kind of milestone for me. Well, yeah, which I love about them because, I mean, you know, I've messed around doing some things and like making a pixel style something, like version of something. Um, and generally, like the cheat way to do it is to just make the resolution very small on something that's normally a you know clear picture, and that'll kind yeah. of auto pixel it. But how like large these are, like yeah, Tom, if you're trying to put up some of the gifts to show them off, they can't even post them on Twitter. That doesn't they, work. Yeah, no. say, yeah. No, yeah like, and, and then you know, Twitter already makes things look bad enough, so then you got to downgrade it even more just get it up yeah. there. But I mean, the, the, they're yeah. massive. Some of the pictures, which is wild. We've said it's I mean since like episode two is that they are pixel art but then the amount of detail even on the first generation of them like that goes into like yeah. just how clear they are how high the resolution is for something that is like supposed to be also pixels um is one thing he's always loved about them well, was yeah. cool. i see the smiley face now though i, I don't know if i would have done that yeah yeah i didn't really that, honestly but, not yeah. even notice that that's too much either so and that was like the next evolution of this right is you took the initial the wraith right. Like, right on top and then you started building that's where we started seeing some of the 3d and the animated effects start to come into play and this is just one of my favorite ones out of the uh the happy steel drop how many were in that collection do you remember so like uh, six or seven so, yeah i think there were six different variations 200 total Mm-hmm. Um, so it was also kind of a departure from the the one of one mindset, which if you go back to like how my policy IDs are set up, mm-hmm. when I shifted away, like I always kind of held the OG collection as like one day I want that to be the sacred one, right. um, and I want to protect that at all costs. So um, as I decided to take Wraith into kind of different visual areas or you know uh, different conceptual spaces or um, just any change from the default, I wanted to just close the door on that almost immediately. So that's a right. thing. Right. Um, and it, going back to Steele, so he reached out and he said, hey, I'm getting a couple other artists together to, you know, try to get this like collaboration type thing going. And he talked me through, it's like the happy faces, like in theory, in all of those pieces. And yeah. if you look really close at all of those pieces from all the artists that's used in some way. 
um, in their art. And the idea behind it is to basically break away from the borders of what your current project is mm-hmm. just in an experiential sense, like just try it out. Um, and that's kind of like what got my wheels turning into this other stuff, right? You're seeing motion here. There's, there was some motion in the gifts back in the OG collection, but now like we're, we're basically turning rates into something that it wasn't before. And I credit right. that largely to him and, and his coaching on like, you know, how, how to create, um, you know, a, a strong brand, a collection, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, that like retains its identity, but is also able to depart from what it is um, currently. And, uh, you know, well, it sounds profound. And then you look at it and it's like, okay, you know, whatever, man. Um, but it like, for me, it was a pretty big paradigm shift in my mind. It's like, well, Wraith can go in a lot of directions now. And that's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's again, we'll talk about later, um, with quiet time, like you'll see what I mean by that. And, you know, you'll hopefully throughout the year, you'll start to see like rates aren't just ghosts in my mind. And, you know, the collections aren't going to be just ghosts in my mind that while they're all going to be slightly different and slightly departed from each other, there's a very noticeable and intentional, um, connection between all of them. Yeah. Um, So this was kind of the first project that got my mind thinking in that way and, Again, credit to him on this, all this that is, stuff. This is kind of like, like you were saying too, is it shifted you and the Wraith like brand itself into that different realm of, okay, now we got some animation. Now we're going to start to see this this thing come alive a little bit right. more than, than what they originally were. So again, this this happy collection still to this day is the veal is a, a new drop that, that maybe we can get into a little bit here in a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is the one-to-one ticket into that, that drop itself right now, right? Yeah, yeah. So also, you know, it's, for me, half the battle, most of the battle is, is getting something out the door that I like. I'm kind of a typical refiner in the sense that I get something started and then finishing it feels like almost an impossible task. I'll mm-hmm. look at it an hour later and be like, no, nah, I don't like the way that does that thing and I'll have to change it. And I'll wake up tomorrow and be like, fuck the whole thing. I got to change it from the bottom up. Yeah. Um, it's this constant iteration of tweaking and just like trying to be happy with the final form. So for me, half the battle is getting this thing out the door. Um, and then once it's kind of out in space, it's, you know, the other part of the battle is making people aware and, and, Mm -hmm. um, trying to draw their interest in and incentivize them to check this thing out. And that's what you saw a little bit with happy, which is like, we launched this thing at a time when I think the overall CNFT market, at least for me, was in its first like noticeable dip. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking like, what are ways to get people excited about this? If like, I'm turning on my Twitter and I don't want to see anything about CNFTs just because they're bumming me out because the market sucks and, you know, everyone's complaining and whatever. And I'm like, you know, I've got these things coming up and, um, you know, next couple of months that I'm going to be putting together soon. It's like, wouldn't it be cool if we got people involved here, kind of pulled them into the universe. And then like, this is not only just the thing they're buying, but it's also like, Hey, it gives you a little bit of priority or something to look forward to in the future. Because like for me, Wraith, we're going to be here for years and whether people buy it or not, like I said before, it's stuff I like to do and I'm just going to continue doing it because I enjoy it. Like, let's just start bringing people in and giving them a reason to stick around. So. Yeah. Outside of just the dope artwork, the collab itself, it was a ticket and it gave utility to the actual, this piece of art to bring it forward into the next like evolution, which is what I, I liked about these as well. And not outside of this, I was, I was, I'm a collector, right? I'm, I become a wraith collector inside of my sense. Like three or four, right? Tom? Yeah. Just, just a few. Um, well, 
It, it, one of the fun things that happened though, after you started to see these things, like the, the exclusives came out, like we talked about the Christmas one, um, the, the OG, this is where I started to see this 3d shift, right. From, you know, these hat, this happy collab right here into the mm -hmm. more card style, like uh, race that became more animated. Right. Yeah. Um, and then from there, we started hearing about the remastered collection. Um, and that's where I, I originally saw my original wraith of, you know, the NSIG and it became alive um, in that sense. Yeah. And um, a fun story, which I wanted to just showcase off real quick, because this is always one of my favorite things about you as well, is uh, my mom's one of her, her first ever NFT uh, was a Wraith. Um, and I had to shout this out just because this was some, something so fun as uh, we were inside the Discord one day and it was just like, hey, uh, my mom, I was showing her these things and she's like, do they have a purple one of these? And uh, purple is my favorite color. Um, I was like, no, mom, I don't think they do. I'll ask him though. I'll see if he's got one. And you message back in there. He's like, you're like, dude, yeah, for sure. I got you. I'll set something up. So over here inside the discord, it's like, yeah, she can be our community mom. And that was how that story happened. And so you, you, you actually drafted this up out of the original from like the OG set, gave her a little purple heart in there, actually made the purple wraith. And uh, it was something like that was an exclusive over there and it became a thing. And I was always so appreciative of that. And she's like, always oh, was so stoked. Um, the fun part about all this after that happened was that she got upgraded into the remastered set, which is where <laughs> everything got put back and she became the Wraith Collection community mom right here. Yep. And, uh, she dope. had the boys and had her suit K dog, which I thought was so funny. Like I didn't yep. say anything about that at all. And you saw her Twitter cause she has the community mom uh, portion of that. And that was such a fun, like when I showed her that man, she was like ecstatic. She's like, Oh my God, I'm online. <laughs> this so, is probably the one of that's the a one of one, man. jealous of. Yeah. This I is was, the one I'm probably the most jealous of. And I like like, the the book of the most oh it's, it's uh, the purple it goes so well and i just love the purple right great there with the smoke in the background it's awesome and she she is so so happy with this man and oh. i was so takes me back minted, to didn't she tommy i thought she, you minted one for her that was like her yeah. first mint ever and then she was yes. like oh i like it that's cool i wish it was purple like i like purple yes. a lot. <laughs> you're like yes. that's not like a mint work it's kind of like you yeah know, you just kind of get what you get and then i think you just end up mentioning yeah she's like i'm like I can't, I can't custom request these yeah. that's not how this works and she's like and then yeah he just like Wrong. jumped in and this is where the community aspect just picked back up it was like no dude he's got you she's like hey you got a mom here we go guys we got a mom that was like the post <laughs> and then we posted this uh so i made her twitter on there because she was just like good old karen on there I'm like mom you got to change that name karen and these days is not a good look uh, so we got to switch you up. Yeah. So we had so she had the nickname K Dog, which we all when we were kids just used to call her that. So we changed <laughs> her to K Dog. We put a Wraith profile pick up there, and she became community mom of Race CNFT. So as this uh, shout out from that's the in her bio too, right on Twitter. Community it is, yeah, I upgraded for it. I think so, yeah. yeah. So you can see the upgrade from the original um, over here to the next. This was kind of the next evolution of where Wraith it, it kind of moved now, and this is where we currently are sitting right now over on the yeah. website of the remastered collection. So if you go to racecnft.io on the remastered set, they're actually currently minting for twenty five ADA, um, and these are where these two day, like you know, the originals all started to come to life over here, which. Again, one of some of my favorite over here are the, the four horsemen, which I don't know if you can give any background into these right here, but these all started to come to life. There's four of these things. And I think you had a good story mm -hmm. as to why each one of you have the death, pestilence, famine, and war. Uh, yeah. If you give a background on any, any of these. Yeah, guys sure. Right here. So, so going back to kind of, there's a bunch of Easter eggs in almost all of the rates that are out there. Um, collection wise, like not every individual one. Um, these are these are one of them. There's no there's no like real depth to the like why the horseman in this set, but it's always been a concept that I've always found truly fascinating. Mm -hmm. 
you know, all the different biblical references to the four horsemen and the different variants across the different religions and um, this idea of, you know, like the real true forces that bring end um, ties into kind of what I like to do with this collection is throw in some slightly dark concepts from time to time, right? I keep saying slightly dark, like it's a yeah, buzzword, but I, I, it, it is a buzzword. It's like when you see race, yeah, it's like slightly dark. I truly like, don't mean to do it like that. <laughs> I, I love it though. I love the sense of it right there. So, um, and it's grim too. So the grim reaper, like it, it's, it's all of these like kind of one of my favorites, man. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think I of the screen mask. I love it. Out. You think it would bring in an apocalypse, Wraith? Round yeah, round? yeah. So, like, again, that that's kind of the idea of what those four horsemen were to represent. And, um, <laughs> you know, if you look at the brain, right? If you check out brain. Um, oh, there's, so many, there's so many good brains. Ones, yeah. yeah. Itchy thing, I like it. So, basically, these, um, I don't know if you guys have much, like, uh, much insight into kind of the MK Ultra experiments. Uh, you know, CIA, yeah. Like 50s, yeah, CIA. Uh, Project Bluebird, all these things, um, where they're, they're basically were carrying out um, illegal experiments on unknowing citizens of the United States um, and beyond, um, testing basically the boundaries of the mind um, as it pertains to being able to, to you know, control or influence them. Um, and ultimately, I think the idea was to weaponize that to some degree. Um, going into kind of the cold war years so uh these brains i think there's there's three two three variants Pace one uh, two and three i think yep these brains are are a shout out to kind of that concept which again is is slight like like kind of dark when slight. you think about it so i, know, I tried not yeah. to say it. well, it's kind of dark when you think about it um uh, it wouldn't necessarily be something that like uh many people would think to be like hey check out my project it's uh, yeah, but you guys after MK Ultra, but it's always fascinated me. And, and, you know, my hope is that when someone looks at these attributes, they see a term or two that they're intrigued by. Right. Um, and they go look it up. And, like, for example, look the eyes Kittic, on this. Kittic, yep. Uh, catatonia. Yep. So, so, like, these are all like symptoms of, uh, you know, some of the, some of the, patients from mk ultra and some of the experiments they're holding and their outcomes and the idea is that people look these things up and they get drawn into a little bit of this rabbit hole of something that i think is pretty cool um i didn't even not know this at all right here deep, I, saying, that I, cool. I didn't really like look into all the stuff but I even looking at the card type for this which you just mentioned in that story is the card type on this is declassified right so i love that that I didn't, and yeah, the brains see, get progressively more kind of rotted crazy. and burnt out as you go down so the third one yeah. is like the most extreme variant of the uh of the cases let's see if i have i don't want to pull up the wallets here where i got i got so many of these things here i don't know if it's going to break my computer uh if i <laughs> yeah, go going, going this route i got oh god i don't know if it's going to do it this is the one for sure because i got a wallet full of these things <laughs> i got 35 of them sitting here right now. sports wallet yeah, I, know, I was gonna that too. <laughs> but this is uh I think I have brain patient too, which I actually grabbed on secondary because like I was my luck on the minting was not turning out too well. Um, well, that's what I can talk to yeah. that too, but we're running into a situation where you have a small group of very dedicated mentors and a big minting pool. And yeah, a lot of you guys 
have already purchased most of these from the, the preset. So, well, and part, part of me too, real quick, while we were into this, cause I, I wanted to have something fun where, all right. So we're on screen. We have these, uh, you know, these, I forget how many are in the set now. I don't want to say there's gotta be like pushing like 40 of these things. I think so it's like, 40. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, yeah, they're not even loading on my screen. There we go. So there's 40 of these things. And I wanted to get into this one in specific here, um, mm -hmm. based on some of this stuff, because this is such a unique one inside the set, the gift. Um, and to, to explain that before we even get into what this gift is, um, I wanted to do something fun on stream while I'm pulling it up here, which we'll, we'll, I'll pull over to the side here. Um, cause we're going to see what happens. So as we explained about the gift, I have the order screen up for one, I'm going to go over on the side here. So at the end of this, uh, sit down, we're going to see if we end up getting the gift, uh, live on stream here <laughs> no over here. So I wanted you to great Dude, kind of it. explain a little bit about what the gift is. Cause I yeah, think this so is. So the gift is, again, um, I think we were talking, I think it was before the show started, we were talking a little bit about that spectrum of kind of where, where you want your project to be when you start as a creator. And, um, you know, if you want to define it this way or not, it's up to you. But uh, on one end, you've got kind of your, your true to art creators, your Alex Monads of, of the Unsigs and, mm -hmm. um, you know, the steels, steel's a great example of that. Guys who just create because they like to, and they're mostly art focused. They couldn't give a shit about a DAO or, um, you know, the passive utility or passive income generating feature. Um, and then you've got the other side, which is, you know, more of what you're seeing today and, um, you know, shared, shared economy assets and all of these different types of things. And um, while I said, like, I'm mostly over here on the, on the creator side, I create these because I just like to do it. And I, you know, find ways to, to make them interesting to myself. And there's not one that I put out there that I wouldn't buy myself. It's something I truly love. And um, this is probably the first foray and to start touching the other side of the spectrum a bit to see like, hey, I know this is something people appreciate right now out in the community. It's not really my thing or how I want to brand a project, but wouldn't it be cool to, you know, offer some of the folks in my community who appreciate something like this and an option to get on board with, right. you know, a way to, a way to plug into, you know, basically asset generation for themselves, make some money. Um, and it's, it's kind of a win-win in my mind, because for me, I get to create, right? You guys are essentially going to be, you know, anyone who pulls this one gets to design their own wraith within our collection. So you can leverage a brand that's, you know, I wouldn't say popular, but definitely established mm -hmm. um, and, and essentially mint within an official collection of, of one of our policy IDs that's open. So it's like taking its place in our collection. It is a wraith, yeah. like full stop. Um, you get to design that. I'll render it for you. So we're kind of like close on uh, stylistic, um, apples to apples type stuff. Um, and then you essentially get to take that thing and sell it. Like I set you up with a vending machine and you can market however you want. You could sell it however you want. You could have a buy my Wraith link in your aim profile or whatever you guys are, are doing these <laughs> <Aim> days. <laughs> and uh, I've talked to you guys like your kids. I'm, I'm the same age as you guys. So. Um, Bro, we, we know all about the ALL. Oh, messages. yeah. Really, really close the door, yeah. open the door, close the yeah, door. Yeah, yeah. PTSD, man. A good VRB uh, <laughs> message, you know, coming up uh, with some clever creative my, back then. Yeah, your away like, message. Yeah. Like your away yeah. yeah. message, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day. And I was like, 
this guy just wrote be right back what a loser like who does that you know what I mean? brb mom's making me clean the room that was the day where you started you started your conversation with asl like i jumped yeah, into the chat those chat rooms oh my god wild but so so this is like one of the things that drew me to this is like obviously i'm over here trying to collect every single one of these 40 races, but and there to a degree there's a collection aspect of it but this was a game changer which we did mention on the, or one of the podcasts recently was this gift like you were saying right here you get essentially get let to let somebody else be a creator here and get, like, let them yeah. to do that right. on top of that they get that payment they get their own they get 58 back with it and twenty five thousand dollars of yeah. the void token which we can explain here in a sec. So if you wanted to, and it was, so the inspiration was just, just, just to kind of get somebody else into the community to understand yeah, a little bit so, of how it was. So it's a couple of things, right? It's recognizing where, um, where I think the market is right now in terms of what's interesting and what's attractive um, and trying to offer something to that space, right? It, and right. it's not, it's not Wraith necessarily becoming a DAO or anything like that. It's more of, an acknowledgement of this being, hey, people like this kind of stuff and people find it interesting. Like, um, let's offer something like that for them. They're obviously not the same exact shape as what you see, but um, in my own way, as much as I could offer them something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, it's kind of a win-win because like one, there's the boring kind of just flat rate reward that you get, which is nice, right? But it's not, yeah. for me, it's not the exciting part. It's um, seeing what other people in the community want to see like mm -hmm. if you could design your own wraith what would it look like like I'd, I'd love to see that like that's helpful yeah. for me to see from a design standpoint it's fun for you guys to be able to create and you know make something cool together Two, you know you get to again set your vending machine up and go off and and run your own wraith vending machine and you know make make money don't make money sell them don't sell them whatever you have the option to do it as a right basically a co-owner of the of the policy id um and then three for me it's it, again it's just another exposure vector right so like um for every person you know you're sending off to create and sell their own wraith they're telling other people about wraith in mm -hmm. theory right yeah um so it's another way to help kind of get the word out there of you know what, what we are and what we're doing and hopefully someone sees it and thinks it's cool and checks us out and that's that's really all you can ask for from that part of view yeah well you got me hooked on it man I'm, I'm still i've been hunting it's like it reminds me of like the og days of when like we were finishing out the final like mint on stuff it was like every day my daily routine would be wake up look at twitter what's going on today mint a wraith go to work like that was like my day uh, started, <laughs> like literally that was all it was um so this is always one of those things where it's maybe not every day because my ada wallet has not been been being wrecked lately by all these different oh, yeah. drops coming out but uh every now and then i'll, I'll come in 25 ADA, and it's just like we hope because inside the wraith community like you said you got your couple group of tight people in there yeah and it's just every day it's like hey guys if someone's going for the gift and it's just like fingers crossed somebody get it because we want to see somebody uh design this thing and, and get that I chance know. and that opportunity so uh who knows maybe on live stream today that'd be it that'd be some shit huh my and fingers are crossed like every i check every <laughs> transaction and i swear i cringe every time i see a not gift go out yeah i was like i'm legitimately worried at this point people are gonna be like they're not even in the betting machine right Stop fucking with us well there's only 10 of them right yeah so that's the thing there's only 10 and like i was telling you guys last night in the discord uh the mints i think we're only like 30 percent in so the pool's still pretty big yeah um, relatively speaking and when you've got a group of folks who like I said, are a few group of very dedicated folks who are minting, you're most likely going to see duplicates rather than the one that you're For after. Sure. Um, until like, you know, we either get things going 
uh, from a from a, an awareness standpoint or an interest standpoint or change something on the collection end. But I got not ready to pull the lever on anything like that. It's, yeah, can go well, as far as not far as it goes, and that's just what it is. Well, it becomes fun though too to like for the people inside that because it always is like you're you're going after that that chase. Like you want to go ahead and you know the, it makes it feel so. If you yeah. were just to say you know what this thing's 100, 158 to go grab one right now, and then somebody could get, you know do what they want to do with it, that, that defeats the accomplishment, right? Like you want to be able to pull that, yep. get that excitement, and then be able to actually design what you want. Uh, so that's part of the reason why I jump back into this stuff. Um, but the duplicates obviously are a thing for somebody like me mm -hmm. who collects all these things. But for people who are brand new into it, they get a cool wraith if not. So um, something impromptu, which I like to do sometimes, or we do on this channel is like, if, uh, you know, if you're watching right now, currently, if I get duped over here at the end of this stuff again, and get something that I have already first person to kind of jump into our discord message freedom 35 or is duped, they will take, they will get that wraith. If it is a duplicate for uh, me, that's awesome. I'll drop that over to them right now. So freedom 35 is discord. You better go in freedom 35 is message them duped. And it's yours. I'll, I'll give that out to them. So nice. we'll reveal that as soon as my internet is broken right now from uh, all these wraiths that are inside <laughs> yeah. of my wallet right now. Um, so this is kind of, I love that. That's such a unique thing inside the space. And I just wanted to shout that out for this remastered collection that's currently going on right now. Um, so if you can go to racingft.com and go to the remastered collection, you can get these for 25 ADA right now um, inside the space. And you use utilize NFT maker, um, for this uh, transaction. So it's super easy. You can do it on the phone and all wherever you need to. Um, a couple of things that's, I wanted uh, to shout out. Well, wait, that's, that's Wraith CNFT.io. Is it, what am I say? Racing.com. Dot com. Dot yeah. com. Oh, I'm yeah. so bad about myself about this. I'm over here well, I think I own that domain too. It just goes to IO. So well, how does that work? We've always been curious, you know, we don't know where we're at with like getting our own website started, but like the other side of things, like where's the IO come in? Do you know how that came into play? Uh, it was just the cheapest domain tag that I could okay. find at the time. Uh, yeah. were, I already owned the dot com and I switched like I listen, I'm not like a huge tech and like back end web developer guy. So like I've leveraged a lot of the websites that essentially guide you through making a website, right? Or services that guide right. you through mm -hmm. making a website. Uh, and I wanted to switch the one I was using because the first one I was using was absolutely just shit. And uh, <laughs> I had to pick a new domain. So this was the next one on the list that was like somewhat recognized. Like it wasn't like dot pencils or, you know, something <laughs> like they, they offer you a shit ton of very odd ones. Well, yeah. Um, I've been looking pencils. at that too. I didn't realize you could just put like random shit at the end of it like so we were looking at like freedom.35 or you know that kind of stuff yeah I yeah you have all that now yeah it's already taken i got it no, it's uh, for a year. <laughs> well, some of the things too which we've seen a lot of projects do inside the space is that in order to fund their own economies and things like that they go ahead and release a native token that helps bring the project forward and stuff like this and for you it was the void token right mm -hmm. Um, and I believe if you can see him right it's here, it just sh it shows up here. But I love it. I love it. I get the fact that you go into the void. I love that. Uh, yeah. Just that that concept itself. But the void token for you, you dropped that. I think it had it been a little over a, like maybe almost a month, two months, yeah, almost coming recent, up on. Pretty recent. So the purpose of this was basically just to kind of raise, help help fund the project, raise capital for stuff like that. And then on top of that, um, it gave early access for some, you became part, like me, I'm part of the Void Society. I think you needed to have at least 25,000 Void in order to get into that. 
yeah. um, which, which that stuff gave you access. If I have over here, I don't know, one of these wallets, if they aren't breaking the void society token. So if you can kind of see these, these are where you started to see, I think, like I said, the first started the animated store, sort of these things. Yep. So this is what you got this one right here, the void society, uh, the black version of this for the 25,000. And if you have over a hundred thousand, which I maybe in the club, <laughs> I had to, had to shout out and get that white one for the void society right here, the lifted status on these which are yeah. super dope and just super cool looking. Um, but if you got into that void uh, over here, it was uh, seven ADA to go ahead and get into the faucet. And then you could do an additional transaction of five, every five ADA uh, to keep tearing up. And you got between, was it 2,500 and 5,000 void uh, yeah. at once? Yeah, it's a little convoluted. If, if any of you can figure out how to make that not so complicated sounding, please let me know. You want to know something crazy for me, which part of for, for my mom, which I posted about the Boyd thing back on Twitter a few, like a little bit. So she goes in with her Uroi wallet, mind you. She doesn't, she's still stuck in the Uroi days right now. And she goes and all of a sudden she's like, hey, I bought this Boyd token. What do I do with it? And I'm like, what? Like she literally didn't tell me she was buying anything. <laughs> she goes online, she snags the Boyd. She's like, yeah, I went ahead and paid like uh, like 12 ADA for it. I read that she, so she managed to figure it out based on the way it read. So she didn't just pull seven ADA. She pulled like multiples. She put, yeah, I put like 12 ADA in there. And I was like, mom, are you kidding me right now? She's nice. like, no, I just wanted to get in there. And I said, I don't know what it does. And I'm like, mom, just, uh, we're going to get you a little bit more. I'll give her some more. But uh, so if she can figure that stuff out, I'm pretty confident others can understand. Oh, thank God. I, I yeah. swear, it, like literally those last three sentences probably took me close to an hour to just get down. Because uh, like, I, I confuse myself halfway through it. It's, it's a mess. So. Well, if anything, um, the, other thing, the only thing you could ever do, I, if you ever were going to tear it up, is like if you want people to get to one tool, two pull, three pulls, just give them the ADA they need to send down there if you yeah, ever want to add yeah. it in. That's a really good idea. So if it, that way. But um, yeah, so the, the void table. token got born. Um, and from this, this is kind of like also an entry fee for certain clubs that you're mm -hmm. get, look, utilizing getting forward. What was your right. thought with the void and where do you kind of see it going, going in the future? Yeah. It's good. So, so void for me was first and foremost a uh, way to raise capital for the project. So um, using the tools that I use now, there's obviously uh, license fees that are recurring. Um, it's also like during a time where I was doing a lot of uh, airdrops and just random mints to people. So I don't know if you remember, there was like the New Year's Eve wraith, uh, it was mm -hmm. a good luck wraith that I sent out to a bunch of folks. And then there was uh, the rug pole wraiths for the, it was the yes. Ada clouds. Yeah. yeah. So, um, which I, from what I hear is, was at least on track to be turned around. So hopefully that worked out, but um, yeah. yeah. So it was a bunch of those and like, obviously like those don't, like minting an NFT on Cardano is not expensive by any stretch of the imagination. Um, minting them at scale turns into that mm -hmm. um, and, and pretty quickly. So if I'm thinking ahead and forward and kind of what I want my community to experience, which is like, you know, having the joy of a random airdrop show up that you weren't expecting and that requires me producing those, there's like, how can I get creative in ways to raise some capital for that? So I'm not constantly paying out of pocket to produce that stuff. Mm -hmm. But also in a way that like you're seeing with the Void Society, I can keep track of and recognize those who have given and make sure those are the folks that get prioritized and rewarded mm -hmm. um, as being just good community members and helpful for me. Like it's, um, again, like it, it means more to me to be able to give back to the folks who have been here with me uh, since the beginning than it does to pull, you know, a bunch of new people when you don't stick around for a long time. And, yeah. Uh, you know, this is again a, a way for one me to make additional like capital investment in the project to you know ease the cost of some of those licenses, ease the cost of minting and all of that stuff, but also like 
distinguish those who have like invested in the project as being those people. And um, now that I'm starting to understand a little bit more of like the technical side of the blockchain and some of the things that we're able to do, um, be able to quickly identify who holds those assets and who's got those and make sure that those are the addresses that get loaded into a whitelist theoretically, if we're going to do that, or the yeah. ones who receive, you know, the random airdrops um, or the ones who get access to the 50% off a la carte mints, like you saw with remastered, like you basically yep. had to hold one of those badges yep. uh, to mint at half price and you get to pick what you want. So it's again, one of those ways where I'm trying to reward the people who have helped me out um, as I'm like essentially trying to establish myself in the space. Yeah, I know that too. Yeah. So the, before the remaster collection actually officially dropped to the public, you had Void Society members who were able to get in a little early. And some of these, um, they were half off, like you said, instead of, instead of 28 at the time, there were 10 ADA uh, you were pulling. And they had these uh, these different variants uh, of these things as well. Um, yep. So I was able, luckily, to grab all four of the whole <laughs> and, and the and the updated variant of this stuff. <clears> so those are all nods to being like the collector itself. Um, and then yeah. down the line, um, even down after all this stuff was collected, um, you know, like you said, you rewarded holders in that, like that collection sense. Um, and that was just something where I, I think I hit you up. I was like, dude, I'm missing this one. He's like, yep. All right. Sounds good. I got you set up. Um, here you go. Once I collected it, like you said, you were able to get the completionist um, yeah. out here, which was, this, was, was this one's cool. This was one of my the favorite. Needle, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's a funny story. I actually don't know how many people know it, but, um, Right before I think I minted uh, the OG collection, I reached out to Alex, who's the, the creator of Unsigs, and um, was like, hey, man, I'm, I just wanted to reach out. I'm about to launch this collection, and I wanted to you know, let you know that it was your, your Unsigs that got me into this whole thing in general, and I wanted to express my gratitude. And I actually created an Unsig-specific uh, wraith for him, too. So I was like, the giveaway ones that you won, Tommy. Yeah. Um, did one specifically for him. I think this was one of his, one of his on, uh, on six at the background, one of his favorites. So, uh, uh had the opportunity to put that together for him and, uh, he still holds it. He told me he still holds it. I caught, caught up with him a little bit. That's awesome. Ago. Yeah. A couple weeks ago. So this is a, this is a nod to him. Um, kind of the, the unsig rate that I hold truest and dear and wanted to make it a special one for, uh, the folks who are collecting. Uh, that's amazing uh, yeah because you can see the suit down there it says alexander on it and up in the yeah, top yeah. left of it too so that's a cool yep. nod nod to that so a after all this stuff right we have all these different race um from the remaster collection we have the void token now um and you, you know even just wanted to quick shot this out since we're here we are you know it is you know a tough time inside the world itself um and we yeah. wanted to shout this out because you have done a bunch of these like give back events to the community like you said the rug pull stuff i wanted to shout this out real quick the wraith collection the art for good um, and this is for, you know, you, you know, the children, like you said, children, was it children for voices? Um, yeah. Voices for children. Voices yeah. for children. Sorry. Dyslexia. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> that's, that's good. You had the right words. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So to me, obviously anyone who's on the internet and watching this knows what's going on and, and, um, not to spend a ton of time on, on that stuff as I'm sure plenty of you guys already are. It's, uh, this is, uh, Again, another spontaneous type thing that I decided was a, a good way to raise some money for the folks over in Ukraine, specifically uh, Voices for Children supports uh, the children over there who are subjected to basically what we're looking at is a pretty real like conflict, right. military conflict, and it's psychological support through um, 
live counseling, through artwork, through uh, expression therapy. You can read a ton about their website uh, and the thread that I posted here. But it was one of the one of the uh, anyway. I had a I had an urge to just get back. Um, yeah. This stuff obviously is you know just bums me out and. Uh, um, well, it's cool. You have the platform too. I mean, like yeah, it's and that, Cardano it, and the community and that's stuff kind that of the thing. It's to be like, able to do that in the first. I place. don't. I don't have a big platform, but it's like I. I recognize that like um, I do hold a place somewhere in this ecosystem, and it's like I, you know, if I can leverage that to to give to something that's way more important than like the remastered mint, then I want to kind of shift the focus over to that. And yeah. The, the, this was just kind of my way of trying to help right like it's nothing more yeah. nothing more than that and uh, i think it's a good organization it for me it's important that it wasn't um like you know pro military or pro like resupporting or restocking like ammunition like i've seen a couple of charities which and i know they're all important in different ways but uh, i wanted to make sure it was focused on you know the ones that the, the folks that i think you don't really have a choice, right? They're just, yeah, there, you know, they're, and they're, you know, kids, man, you know, it's like they're yeah. the most sensitive. They, they take in the most and they process the most at, at those ages. And it's like, uh, like I said, in the thread, I can't imagine the road ahead for some of these folks. And right. this looks like a good program that's set out to help them out. So all proceeds yeah. go towards those guys. This is just a way uh, to, to give back. Um, I'll be matching all donations uh, with eight out of my own pocket. So essentially doubling how much we end up raising. And then uh, a couple of other things related to like putting the transaction fees that get taken out by the minting service um, to make sure that the donations are whole. So yeah, hopefully I, we can do something with that. I just wanted to commend you on that and just say, you know, I, again, it goes back to this, the nature of you in itself of like always giving back to the community, always giving back to somebody. So that was a, an amazing thing for me to kind of see that. Um, and just had to shout it out. I think there was somebody doing like a Twitter space yesterday and I, they're like, is anybody doing anything for the Ukraine? I think I, I shouted out there. So hopefully some more people get exposed to this. And if anybody is watching, you know, right now, I, you know, definitely consider going over here and, uh, you know, taking a look at this. And on top of that, you get some dope Wraith artwork uh, on top of that. So, yeah, you know, yeah, so, so I wanted... it's, it's sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. Oh, you're um, good. It's uh, again, the, the cause itself is an important one. Uh, to me anyway and uh, it's actually you know it's going to be a, a pretty significant arm of the project going forward I think art for good is not going to stop just with this it, it kind of got me thinking like hey this is probably a good way to just continue to make things um, in, in, a, in an ongoing way to help folks and like you know who knows what the next one will be but I can mm -hmm. imagine a world where there's a couple of different art for good rates and uh couple of different charities are raising money for and all proceeds will always go to them. This is obviously not a profit making thing for me. Oh, for sure. I think one of the, oh, I just wanted to say really appreciate that. And again, it's, it's, it's always great to go ahead and, uh, you know, see somebody giving back to the community. So just wanted to say really thank you for that. And uh, it's, it's dope to see that. Um, one of the things I wanted to, to move towards as we uh, wrap, wrap towards the back end over here on our side um, <laughs> is all of a sudden out of nowhere, man, I'm just sitting there scrolling one day and dude, all of a sudden I see this new image right here and I'm like, what the hell is that? Dude, like I see the word Wraith just written down over it's over there and you're just like this teaser just comes out of nowhere and it's not the ghost or anything like that. And it's just quiet time, you know, like all I see is the words quiet time. Um, and then I see it's over here from you and I'm like, dude, what, what is this? And it just has yeah. a little emoji this like right here. So, dude, can you uh, can you explain what this is? Because this actually gained, uh, you know, some pretty good traction. 
um, over for your, for the stuff. Cause it was, you know, a decent, decent amount of likes outside of the, just the Wraith brand. So obviously it stuck with people, the artwork. Um, can you explain a little bit about quiet time? I realize it had that many likes. That's, yeah. Yeah. Hey. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So quiet time. So good. This goes back to, um, I was describing kind of drawing, drawing the th threading the needle, I think is the term. Yeah. Threading the needle through um, kind of what the concepts of I hold Wraith to be um, from an artistic standpoint. Like um, this is this is to me the next iteration of Wraith. And Wraith is not in my mind just ghost pixels. It's um, it's intended to to kind of be something a little bit more in a in a unique way connected but also different. So um quiet time is the next iteration of that it's essentially you know, and you're seeing a little bit of the, the medium changing too or departing a bit from the pixel uh types uh, artwork and going more into vector art um these are kind of hand-drawn intended to be relatively dark takes on pfps mm -hmm. uh, you can interpret that how you will um but i actually am really looking forward to this i think the art that's uh that i put together for this is like more in the sweet spot of things I would personally like to create with my hands. Like if, if I forgot about Cardano and the ghost chain, like if I were to make just art from scratch, yeah. it would be way closer to something like this. Right. Um, I don't know if you had those books when you were growing up, the spooky, or scary time, spooky yeah. stories for kids. Or the dark you remember this like, like a black oh, and white yeah. or red border? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that, that art has always like stuck with me and um, I draw a lot of inspiration from that into kind of what I'm putting together here. But I, I, I want this to be kind of a darkier, grittier take on uh, the Wraith universe. I'm yeah, I'm really excited about it, man. And it, um, it just gets me excited right now to watch this new, new, new thing that you're putting in. Like I said, it's not the Wraith that we're used to, but it's something yep. that's definitely it draws you automatically. Like I said, you may attract a whole new crowd with with this uh, with this look here. Right, and and that's kind of the intent is to you know, show the different ways. Again, I just like to create, man. And, um, mm -hmm. I have this, this brand called Wraith and, um, I think there's a really unique way to tie this stuff together. And, and that's what I'm focused on for at least the next drop called veil, the veil. And, mm -hmm. uh, then afterwards this, um, I can give you the high level of how it's going to connect here and then, um, understand that there's, there's some pretty serious architecture going on underneath to, to make this work. So, yeah, uh, take it all with a grain of salt. Um, but the idea is that the veil you will be minting the rates that you see in remastered, um, mm -hmm. obviously not the same ones. They're completely new, completely unique. Um, right. But they're essentially grouped into separate bloodlines. There's going to be different categories of rates that share similar thematic attributes. They all look kind of the same. They share similar colors. I think if you, you know, look at Ada Ape Society, they have like the family names. Yeah. Um, it's something similar to that where you, like you have a bloodline, for instance, there's one called Orbit, which is like uh, you know, very dark colored wraiths, a lot of neon green, a lot of neon yellow, some orange flares in there. Um, very sharp edges, sharp details on the, on the suit itself. Um, all, all hand-drawn art for what it's worth. Mm -hmm. um that's going to be on these rates and they all live in a category with their own unique dna um and this dna is essentially uh, a code that captures the various elements of their attributes that will then be transferred over to the next drop which is quiet time so every every orban wraith or, or uh, veil wraith that you end up minting over here will have its own unique uh quiet time avatar Okay. Um, that you can basically draw a line right through and it will continue on to the third release, which is 
to be named yet, um, but will be another representation of Wraith, more likely in the in the um, true art sense, like abstracted art, yeah. less character oriented. Um, but you essentially acquiring a DNA that you draw your line through, and it, it's supposed to it's supposed to essentially follow the idea of reincarnation and objective versus subjective reality, and um, the idea that life as we experience it isn't a finite linear thing where you you live and then you die and then that's it right so there's that that kind of way if you think about it it's more of like um it's your consciousness exists beyond your your current body right the, uh, sorry it gets into some of the yeah save it for another time but um drawing a line through those consciousnesses and through those different manifestations of that similar conscious is the idea of where we're going with the wraith and the veil is their first time to mint kind of what your consciousness will be and then be able to apply it across different projects yeah that's that's just really interesting it's wild to tie that across like that because you see these things kind of like you said on this picture itself it's like kind of like grabbing like Mm -hmm. i don't know that's just an attribute or whatever it may be but the thought of like yeah connecting all three of those together with the third drop itself that's a super uh, interesting thing i I just wanted to shout out the the quiet time like it's something different looking um so you may like you said grab a new group of people inside of there with that uh, compare that with the wraith and how that's going to fit and I don't know, man, the third experience is exciting because you're always innovating. There's always something new here. And the people who are close to you know, you know, you got some awesome stuff that you're working on. But I'm excited because I think this will definitely pull in a bigger group of people just because it's more visually like it it grabs you when you first when you first see it like this right here. It's just like, okay, like that. That's that's dope. I want one of those. So, you know, kind of recent thing. So I, I like I like the style right for that, for sure. I appreciate that, man. Well, it's awesome hearing the backstory, too. This is why we've been want wraith on that's why we want haptics on like that's why we've been waiting for this uh, (laughs) sit down here yeah Yeah. because hearing how much more goes into it that's i mean part of what we get so deep in discussion this is why we're up till 1 a.m on nights we're not recording the podcast because we're finding little threads like this and just talking about these projects for so long and then you hear stuff like this it just i love the i love detail um i hate when things you know don't have like more to it than that so the more they give me like that i can i can read into that all day so i, I love those kind of like yeah. cross stories right, well, yeah. i appreciate that i get yeah, like I would, a Coraline vibes too i love it <clears throat> yeah yeah, yeah for sure man <laughs> um but yeah that's idea is something that can stand alone as itself but is also very closely connected to you know the project that i love and want to continue to bring forward and it just so happens to be and you know using a concept that i've been personally fascinated with for quite some time and yeah um love to send you an article on some of that stuff that lays out uh the underlying thinking behind it a little bit better um i don't know if you know about quantum physics but there's actually one of the greatest proponents to uh, the theory of reincarnation out there because um, it challenges our idea of objective reality and does objective reality really exist and um you know can can i trust that you have a consciousness like i would only be able to assess that using my consciousness and um, right all the philosophical challenges that come with that. Um, but anyway, um, pumped about this. It's going to be probably quarter two, uh, okay. middle quarter two. There's a lot of development still going on with it. Um, the rates you see in the veil will have some more unique attributes. Um, like I said, they're going to have bloodlines. They're going to have kind of karmic scores, right? Like, so like more on the benevolent versus malevolent scale. Um, mm-hmm. Where does that bloodline fall? That's going to influence kind of how that looks later on in the, in the quiet time entities that come up like if you're more on the benevolent scale it's going to be very distinctly different than someone who's closer to the malevolent scale so you'll have very unique uh, variations based on those wraith attributes as well 
that's that's um, that's awesome to connect like that um yeah well, it'll be cool man um i'm excited for all that i think uh obviously i feel like i just went through the entire history of where wraith came from and the background <laughs> yeah. of it but i've always had so many questions and i'm sure other people itself is like okay i just a pit you know a ghost profile pick or great okay sounds good yeah, yeah. and then move on but there's a lot more to it than like you said and um i'm i'm, I'm glad that you have you know have have had the means to be able to get to the point where you can evolve the, the ecosystem, the universe, what you're trying to build for it. Cause I think you got, like you said, you're good. You're outside of just being a good dude. Like you're, you're very talented and the stuff is there's detail like really built into it. And I'm definitely going to be looking into the remastered, uh, the cards a little bit more, uh, to kind of yeah, dig yeah. into what Easter eggs you actually have built into those. So uh, yeah, I appreciate the kind words, man. And definitely yeah. check those out. Um, the one of one compost mantis for sure is, is, uh, a shout out to some of that stuff as well. So check that one out too. And, oh, absolutely. Uh, I like your uh, creative style. Sometimes it reminds me similar to kind of what we do. Um, Cause it sounds almost sometimes like when you're working on things, um, it's your first kind of attempt at least in that style or maybe doing something different. And, and yeah. I know what you mean when you say, sometimes posting something or just getting it out there is the most difficult part and not because it's like you're afraid of the reception it's because every time you go to work on it since it was your first as you get better and better and better at it and then you have to redo whole other parts because you just are you know cleaning up your skills yeah. that much more um, we kind of do something similar tj always brings these crazy ideas in like I work at Pixar <laughs> or something like that and there's no me way it's Tommy gonna... <laughs> Tommy does so, yeah, so Tommy will come up with crazy ideas, and then you know, like for the young video, the, the beginning was like uh, the Pixar or um, Pixar. The beginning of the yummy one was their yummy map, and Tommy's like, "Well, like, what if you had the yummy like running around the map or something?" I'm like, "Dude, I've never done that before. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, that's well, not. What if you could walk in the spaceship? It closes down. The smoke comes up. Can yeah. you do that, Tom? <laughs> but then we started putting it together, and it's like, oh, I guess we can yeah. kind of do this. Hey, like, you kind of got to start right? working on well, it and and putting like you know something on the page, and then it develops as you start figuring more and more things out, and then but then all of a sudden you spend four days on it, and you have post anything so there's sometimes where yep. it's like we're just going to use this intro for now i like how it yeah. looks and then i have it saved so we're going to keep adding on to it and it'll evolve over time People yeah. get to evolve yeah, with man. it then too i think tom's crazy well, ideas we're we're already talking about video intros for this and it was just like yo there's so many cool different things we could like fly through our spaceship into like the void itself and then we will <laughs> go into like a ghost house and all of a sudden the race will pop up and who know the quiet time you know never like so Tom's probably going to be like, all right, so here's what we're going to do. But, uh, <laughs> and here's what I give him. And he takes like part of that and makes it, he always blows my mind out there. Uh, you know, uh, even, awesome. I mean, you can see all the, even the iterations where we've kind of come from. Um, but I agree. Like you said, you put something out there, you've got people to kind of buy into it. You've evolved it over time. Your artwork's gotten better. And then you've kind of put it into, Hey, this is actually where I kind of want to really be. Um, right. so it's, it's dope to see that evolution. So yeah. I hope that if anything, what most people have taken of this is obviously the awareness of Wraith itself, but what you are, you know, there's a deeper level to it outside of just being a pixelated ghost on the, on the blockchain. Um, and that you got something in the works. Like I said, that, that all the different, you know, I didn't even think about the reincarnation that, the you know, the quantum physics that you got wait really, but like, there's a lot of deepness into that stuff built in. So I appreciate that. And I, I, yeah, I would hear. Honestly, I just go read about that stuff, man. It's like forget yeah. the rates. Like that stuff is completely right. fascinating, dude. It'll blow your mind, probably. Spend hours thinking well, about that stuff. Someone man. posted it was trending on Twitter like two days ago. Uh, a, a girl had posted it and said, "I'm starting to learn that guys just read Wikipedia at night, and that's the kind of stuff you go down like a black hole on. Like easy, that's, easy, yeah. like, just going through different things." 
Um, especially like you said, as you start getting into like the, the different uh, levels of the consciousness and like your own perception, your own lens and interpreting other people's and having you trusted, you know, and all that kind of stuff, you can go forever dude, on it. That's the craziest shit, dude. Like reality is <laughs> almost, uh, sorry, but it's real quick, real quick. Yeah. Reality is like, to me, it's almost, it's like literally almost like a blockchain, right? Like um, we, we all have to arrive at a consensus of something being a certain way to be true, right? Like in a, in a weird way, you're a validator, you're a validator, you're a validator, I'm a validator for what's true and what's real. And, you know, some people leverage their thinking to, you know, scientists who are like super validators and they, they have their specific ways to measure if something's true or not. But like all of that is dependent on the formula for how you arrive at what's true being good, right? And like, all of that thinking is limited to how people perceive things and what people understand. And as soon as you take the step and like, oh, we lost TJ. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> as no. soon as you take the step to challenge that is where it gets really interesting, right? Like if, if everything that we make sense of around us is limited to how well we can think or how well we can understand the human mind, like, I'm sorry, I'm not sold that that's the objective truth of everything. Like, there's just no way. We have like, as people, way too many like limiting factors of understanding, perception, measuring the, um, so anyway, I yeah. could spend hours talking about this. But say we uh, can get to do a oh. deep dive on this. Yeah. One, but <laughs> I thought uh, TJ for a second reappeared as we were talking on that. I thought he ghosted us over here in the minute. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah, he just raped on us. Yeah. Um, well, dude, I, I just wanted to say, I appreciate you jumping over here. Cause there's a lot of, obviously there's a lot of depth into it, what you got going on. And I could, I'd love to chat again, obviously outside of this. So I'm just yeah, thankful yeah. that we got, the, I finally got the chance to sit down and actually get into this, man. It's been months and months in the making. And I appreciate you choosing us to be the first time to jump onto a live interview with somebody. <laughs> I have to no, say no, for sure. a little bit disappointed that you don't have a Norwegian accent. Dude, um, I know. That's what I was ready for. <laughs> you gotta like, <laughs> The Block Owls guy was his uh, Ken, Ken. The creator. He reached out to me uh, a while ago. He's like, dude, it's so good to see another Norwegian in this space, man. I just want to say hi. And it was in Norwegian. I was like, oh, God, I got to yeah. I gotta tell this guy I really look up to that uh, not only am I not Norwegian, but I had to Google Translate everything that you just said to me because uh, <laughs> I was born in Carmel, New York and grew up in Connecticut. <laughs> uh. <laughs> No, I, I live I live here because my girlfriend is Norwegian and she lives here and we decided this is where it's going to be. So, yeah, well, that's that's actually we were concerned about, you know, uh, what movie is that? Uh, Grown Ups? Is it whatever they had the guy from Saskatchewan? We were like, oh, God, if you get in there, he's like, hi, he's Saskatchewan. Or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> we were going to be like, I don't know if we could do this thing right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, that. Sorry to disappoint, man. Oh, man. You're just like a chill, normal dude. No, but uh, we appreciate you jumping into this, man. Um, for anybody else that, you know, is sitting here right now looking to possibly get into Wraith and what they're looking forward to, what would you kind of say to new investors who are kind of looking to jump into the project for Wraith itself? What, 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 what's to look forward to uh, for Wraith man again I'm not assess why you want to collect something assess why you want to be involved in something and um, understand that Wraith is more focused on providing that kind of like emotional joy you get from getting something you like um, or finding something cool and seeing something cool happen with the stuff you like versus like you know, floor prices and, and flipping, which again, nothing against that. It's, it's a totally like, it brings more people in and more people is, is going to be better ultimately, you know, despite the clashes you'll face in between the lines sometimes. But um, if you find yourself 
you know, being a collector at heart and you want to check in on something that's focused on bringing you kind of that collector's joy, um, check us out. And, you know, if you like the art, buy it. If you don't, like, you know, there's tons of different ways to, to find what you're looking for in the space and we're one of many. So um, just happy, happy to have your attention for a few minutes and thank you, you know? Yeah. Well, we appreciate, like you said, jumping on over here. It's been an honor to to, to sit over here and just get a chance to chat with you. I know it's been a long time in the making. So um, I'm just, you know, excited to actually learn a little bit more. And uh, again, it's a very pleasant surprise to get to learn. I'm excited for the new upcoming drops. So the veal is coming out sometime in April, um, which I'm sure we'll keep keep an eye on, on that. Best place to reach you is on, I know obviously we can jump into the Discord, but um, every, all the announcements and everything is on Twitter for right now. Yeah, typically Twitter is usually how I uh, circulate news. Um, okay. Well, we'll go ahead and we'll obviously keep an eye out for that. And then the veil, uh, our quiet time, we're thinking later in Q2 is when that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's going to be, it's again, it's kind of the, the third thing in, in a list of many that, that I've got on my plate right now. Um, nice. So it's an active development, not all of my intentions on it, but it's moving. So yeah, Q2, Q2 for sure. And then okay. right in there that range is you know, to be determined, but I'll keep you guys posted for sure. Well, dope, man. Well, again, we appreciate it out there. And I just had to end the show because we did say that we would go ahead and uh, see what happens here. It is time to reveal. I haven't looked at it yet. So we're going to see, is this a dupe for anybody in the comments or are we getting something cool today? And uh, we are getting a dupe over it's, here. Yeah. But you know what? It is your unsig. That's literally the one is that it really? was given to you. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So it doesn't look the same because it's obviously shifted a bunch and it's got you know yeah. an RGB element to it. But um, that is actually the the token that was given to you. You can see the unsig number up there in the top. Oh, yeah, that's zero nine three. Yeah. So while well, it's not the gift, surprise, surprise, it's uh, it's fitting <laughs> it that it's it's, uh, it's it's this one. Honestly, it would have been way more messed up. Like, hey, like I, you know, everybody's waiting for this thing towards the end to get their uh, get a yeah, chance to yeah, get a free one. And I would have been calling no illusion on that. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Even that's called true. out like, oh, what are the what are the odds? They went right. to the show. Shady. It finally comes out. Right. I already wrote dude in the chat. Yeah. So <laughs> doesn't matter. You got a message free to fivers inside the Discord. So we're gonna make you go through some hoops. But this is anybody, first person who writes duped with a D at the end there. There was some guy, what, what do we have a video? It was like a the hop, hop, hop and the hop chord for the happy hoppers. And some guy wrote hop, hop, hop and the hot chord with a T. And then another guy he just wrote it first. It was like, Tom, you got to give it to us. Like, you didn't spell it right. I was he like, didn't spell it right. D U P E D. Somebody we have rules, man. He didn't follow the rules. I can't give it to my album. I like you. TJ, you're leaving them a teaser right now. No one's going to know what the hell you just wrote dupe about. Did you write it in the Discord? That's been better. I put it in our little chat. I was going to say, then, like, you know, two days from now when this comes out, they're going to be like, didn't TJ say this the other day? It was like our test one that we can only see so we can mess with stuff. Well, uh, well, uh, Haptic Suit, I really appreciate you jumping on here, man. It's oh, been an honor you, to, to sit down, and I can't wait to get it. I know we'll be chatting here more and more. So if you get a chance, go jump into Race Discord over there and uh, make sure to give them a good morning with the coffee cup. Go pick yourself <laughs> up a Wraith on secondary. Um, just join part of the club, man. It's going to be dope. Um, if you're looking to jump into the veal, go ahead and grab some of the happy uh, collections that are over there. Those will mint you one-to-one into that. Um, so yeah, anything else you want to kind of share to the people? We appreciate you, uh, jumping on here, man. Yeah, no, like I said, thank you all you guys for taking the time and a uh, total blast to catch up with you. It has been a long time. Today. Awesome. Yeah. And, uh, again, so, so awesome to see you guys grow and, you know, to many more successful shows to you. Yeah, for sure. We'll definitely, uh, well, when we get towards those time, those new drops, we'll have you back on here. We'll get a chance to chat again. So that uh, sounds good. 
Awesome, dude. Well, we appreciate it, man. And uh, we appreciate everybody listening. It's just been another Freedom 35 or sit down. We'll catch you guys in the next one. <laughs>